Hello everybody, this is Lorenzo with Xbox Discussions. Just want to jump straight into it. I actually want to make this video on Friday or Saturday, but making it on Sunday evening. So let's get straight into it. Let's go with the Halo Infinite Beta. Now I played it on Friday and for some reason the multiplayer wasn't working on Friday. And um you know, I was playing, it was like a training or academy, and there was no limits, no time limit, means you could play as long as you want, nonstop. And I realized that uh, I was playing pretty well. I mean, I felt like I was doing uh, 33 kills and three deaths. Um, I like the graphics, um, the weapons, um, the guns, the, the grenades. Uh, and they time they have a particular time throughout the game where they put like more heavy weapons more like uh, grenade launchers or rocket launchers type um items out there guns um they have snipers that they throw out there randomly it's like a timing type thing i thought it went pretty well i i definitely enjoyed it um i'm curious to know what other type of um multiplayer team type matches that they have now let's get into um saturday now saturday i joined multiplayer is working i felt like it was a, in a totally different game it was like more the people that i was playing against were better it just seemed like it was better i'm like i'm looking at my i'm shooting and i'm shooting people i'm not killing them they're killing me quickly i'm like looking at my guy and like okay yesterday this you know, I didn't really have to switch. I might have switched between two different, you know, rifles. But today, I mean, on Saturday, it was like I wasn't getting as many kills. I was getting chased down, shot. I, very few, you know, I did not feel that that was a comfortable or confident game. Um, and then I did a little bit of the capture the flag. So I'm going to go back and forth um, between, you know, the game the multiplayer before capture the flag now the graphics look amazing um the thing that really threw me off was where you start at your spawn or your location where your flag is that you're defending for better words and you have to go and capture their flag um and it's like really really far away many many miles away let's just say like 100 miles away walking and you know you're running but it felt like you were running slow it didn't feel like if you were playing call of duty and you're running from checkpoint a to checkpoint b or to one location or another or even like call it you know battlefield like it felt like they ran slower than any other shooting game and it felt like like it, it felt like you really did need a vehicle and then the difference with the halo vehicles versus vehicles that you get in battlefield the triggers are practically the same. Like as far as you play like a racing game, like you have one, you know, the right trigger, the left trigger will probably be for brake, right trigger. Well, right, left trigger is probably reverse, right trigger is gas. In this game, the analogs, left analog is to go forward and the right analog is to go left or right, which is something that I'm not familiar with at all. And 
with no one around me, I got into like a Warhawk and swerved all over the place, turned it upside down, flipped it over. It would have been like, what is he doing? He doesn't have his license. Why did he get a permit to drive that vehicle? We could have drove that vehicle, but look, he crashed it and no one was around him. That was me. So now, you know, we're going around and getting closer to the flag area. I felt better being a... um. A sniper, even though I didn't have a, a sniper rifle, because there was areas that I went that it was like, I'm shooting at a person, and let's just say I caught them off guard. They're facing behind, they're facing the opposite direction, and, you know, I'm shooting, I'm unloading the clip, and by the time I go to reach for my handgun, they already disappeared, or it was just like more than one person. Like, you saw one person, you saw two, you know, and then you're running, and that... That's more easier you could do than any other game I've ever played, even Call of Duty and Battlefield. You can run away and get away. Like There's been so many times that I have turned around and just bolted for it and literally got away. Like you would have been like, why did he enter the battlefield? Like if he we're here to win, we're here to shoot, to die, whatever. And this guy has entered his clip. He has retreated. He's running, diving, jumping, you know, between trees to so they don't shoot at him. And then he's turning around and running back like Lorenzo. Like, that's not what this is for. You go straight into it and, you know, you die there or whatever. No, I was retreating, coming back. And then there was a lot of times where, because you can, you know, you could go down like a valley, but the valley could open up to the left and to the right, where you could be facing one way and get sniped from another. This is why I play Battlefield, because I could focus on a particular area where I don't have to have like a scenario like a a, a war zone from Call of Duty or a Fortnite type scenario where I'm, you know, going in a way and then I get sniped from my left ear, you know. That happens in that game. It's obvious. There's nothing wrong with that because, you know, it's more open and you're surveying a bigger area, which is not usually to my advantage. I'm very more focused, driven on an objective, like it's because it's a wide open and thing. And then I think if I could run a little faster, like I felt like the speed of the Spartans was slow. It was not... um the speed, that was definitely a hindrance to me. It didn't feel like I could get in sync. I couldn't get, you know, even if I did get shot, I didn't feel like I'd get in, into momentum because I felt like I had to, you know, if I wasn't getting in the vehicle, which there wasn't a lot of those, there was enough. But, you know, if I didn't get in a vehicle and I wanted to stay on foot, that I had to cover so much ground and it felt like a burden, you know, running. It would have been better if you were standing on the cliffs and trying to jump from one cliff to another to get closer in. By the time you get closer in, there are a lot more, bigger stones or um, wall, rock walls and stuff like that that you couldn't jump on. Everything became a little lower unless you were flying in the vehicle. So they kind of have that kind of aspect of like the battlefield because you have planes, um, but you didn't have those. They had different type of ships, you know, flying, you know, ships and stuff like that. They had different types of that, which was awesome. I had no problem with that. I enjoyed it. I got shot down. I got chased down, you know, by, you know, a couple of enemy ships. And it felt like, a, um, it felt like a mixture between playing to capture the flag. It was like a mixture between Conquest and Battlefield and then also Star Wars Battlefront. So it was a mixture between those two. And it was, I mean, I still enjoy it. I think, 
that they only showed us a little bit of it. I believe that I wish it was easier to kill, you know, like to take someone down where you don't have to like, you know, reload a clip or even switch to a handgun and almost unload that too before you can actually take someone down unless you have the right type of uh, uh, rifle. You're probably better off doing that. And I don't know, you know, I haven't played Halo in a while, so I don't know, uh, prefer, you know, rifle but i just know i was getting taken out a lot easier on saturday friday i i wish there was a leaderboard for friday because my kill death ratio would have been really good it was really good saturday i was running i was running away i was hiding now early parts of um yeah yeah saturday was not a, a good day for me friday was was a better day i like the fact that you can um, let your teammates know where someone is. You can't really, do, even without talking. I don't know if you could do that in Battlefield, but I know in um, Halo Infinite multiplayer, you could do like a on the on the D pad. You press down, and especially if you're looking, like if you're you're aiming at a certain direction, you can let your in, your teammates know where someone is. And that happened a lot on Friday. They swarmed the area. If I saw someone, you know, like you say, I was near like a Warhog. If you, especially if you play the game, you kind of know where they sit. So you sit a little further back of the map and you can look, you know, survey the area. And if I saw someone, like if I was sniping, even though I wasn't, I could be like, oh, there's someone over there. So if one of my teammates might have went on the other side and didn't see them, they knew that, oh, let me come back around and you could get an easier kill. So I think that it's, uh, if they could just make people faster, that's about, that's the biggest thing. Make them a little faster. I don't really care about the, um, you know, emptying a clip, but just make it feel like, you know, I can run. I didn't feel like I could run. I didn't feel like I could cover, you know, the ground. It felt, it felt like the game needed like a boost. It really did. It felt like that it needed like a, a boost button that it would last for like 30 seconds and then it recharges. It felt like, yeah, really something like that was definitely needed um but i definitely enjoyed it i enjoyed it um i had fun um i have to probably do a um uh, since i'm an xbox insider i forgot what it's called kind of like a questionnaire or something about the game but um now i want to get into i want to get into the i want to talk about the benefits of game pass over like uh, the PS5. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this, I believe that for us people that are on Xbox, Game Pass is a huge benefit, but I believe that it may not be really known or really shown until next year because you look at the games that came out. Like, to be honest, um, we have the games like Ascent that came out. We had games like uh, Psychonauts 2 come out. We have, you know, some little uh, 12 minutes. A um, couple, you know, s small games. And you look at with PlayStation, that even though they don't have Horizon for Ben West coming out, even though they don't have God of War coming out, you know, they had Spider-Man Miles Morales. That came out around the holidays. They had... Um, Ratchet and Clank, or uh, Rift Apart. Sorry if you hear like a train running by. I live near a train. Um, 
and you look at those two games and then you look at the games that we have currently on game pass and i'm not talking about games coming out later but if you did a comparison if you took if you you know let's just say if spider-man never came out last year it was coming out this year how many people would want to play spider-man miles morales 2 you know miles morales over halo or how many people would want to play ratchet and clink over her um forza horizon 5 and when you do the comparison if i had to make a a, a guess you know i would think that maybe some people would play spider-man over um forza horizon 5 and you know maybe spider-man would go toe-to-toe with halo or maybe Spider-Man would beat Halo as far as me being on a more popular game until people play Halo because of how the trailer and the reveal they did at um, a gaming show last year, it didn't go well. So people would be like, well, we don't know how good this game is going to be from you know better from what it was then because we've not seen any campaign from the Halo Infinite game. So it could be easy for people to decide what the Spider-Man Miles Morales. And I think that the value... For someone, when you look at the fact that on PS5, they don't really have like a a service like that. I think they have like a PlayStation store where they're adding games in there. But every game, as far as I know, PS5 game is $70. And people don't have a problem with that, paying for that, you know, on PS5, playing $70. And ours is what, less than $180 for a whole year, which is, you know, when you look at two games for... um, you know, PS5 with taxes included, you're probably looking at about one. F- so it's probably it's probably less than 180 for the Game Pass. I don't remember what the numbers is. Maybe it's like 130, 140, or something like that. But it's not. It's maybe what two PS5 games are in a whole year, and you know you're getting a a library of games, especially EA Play games as well. I still like um, Star Wars Battlefront 2. That's probably one of my favorite um, Battlefield-type games outside of Battlefield itself. I definitely enjoy it, even though it's been out for a while. It's nothing like seeing all these different teammates, all these different players in there. And then, you know, you get, like, the Madden games. You may not get it when it come out, but, you know, you do get it maybe a couple months later and you get it at no cost now if you're someone that wants to play if you're one you're you know you're, you're a basketball fan you like the games you want to play day one you could go buy the game if you're someone that can wait and not really feel pressure and don't feel like you're missing anything you go wait a couple months and then get it for free and that's what they do with the Madden games that's what they do with the 2k games uh the fifa i believe that's even on game pass the uh, fifa uh 2022 i think they're doing a review put a review out on that on uh, IGN. Now, I think that the value, you know, may not be where where a person that has a PS5 would be like, hey, why aren't we doing what they're doing over there? I think the value, when I say over there, I mean on the Xbox. I don't think the value would probably be for the max of what PS5 is, is probably into 2023, to be honest. But let's think about it. We don't have a game like um, like Spider-Man. That's very popular. Um, 
you have to look at the other games they have, like Last of Us Two. Like that's a good. Like I would watch probably watch the movie. I'm a. I even though I've never even played the game and only seen a part of it, I'm a huge fan because I just believe that it was done so well. And sometimes I'm really good with that. Even with movies, like I'd be like, this is gonna be a good movie, even though I only saw a small clip of it. Last of Us, there were things that I've seen in it that I knew that this was a really good game, and you know. We have game, you know, Gears of War, but we don't have a lot of those games. And that's when I get back to the Game Pass. Does it seem like a, a threat to PS5, the PlayStation? Probably not because of the value. You know, it's a value to us because you're getting a, a truckload. But then also with that being said, let's just say where we get to 2023 and all of a sudden they do decide to, uh, there is a level of value. Would the price go up then? You know, would the price go up on um, on a um, Game Pass subscription when there is a value? You know, that we have to consider that as well. But right now, I don't really see, if I'm on a PlayStation side, I don't really see that my $70 is, is a, a hindrance or a bother because we have value on PlayStation. I don't think that that really happens for Xbox until maybe... Um, next year really because there are well uh crossfire is a game called crossfire that hasn't been lit that has not been known as far as a date that's being released i don't even know if that's even even if uh that's exclusive to playstation that may be time exclusive if anything um there are other games like uh bright memory i don't know if that's exclusive I think the first Bright Memory, Bright Memory, I think that might have been on PlayStation as well. You know, that may be time exclusives like uh, like Deathloop is on PS5. That's a year time exclusive. So when you're looking at Halo Infinite, when you're looking at uh, Horizon, uh, Horizon, um, Forza Horizon 5, you know, those are those exclusives. Those are two exclusives. I don't know if there's... Um, Back for Blood, I think that's like a zombie game. I don't know if that's going to be exclusive to Xbox. And right now, this year, it just seems like we have a couple of games. It seems like we're really coming out with our, um, like, I think Ratchet and Clank was um, a PS5 only. Spider-Man Miles Morales, you can actually play that on PS4. Now, I believe that Forza Horizon 5 is maybe the only game that may be next-gen because I believe Halo Infinite, you could play that on Xbox One X. So we don't have a lot of, you know, I think the value is there because I think if we had more value, like let's just say if Gear 6 was coming out on top of, let's just say if Gear 6 came out now and then you have Halo Infinite and then you have Forza Horizon, 5, then I think they'd be like, wait a minute. You know, they start questioning that $70 because they're getting a buttload of games over here on Xbox and they only play only so much for a year and then we're paying $70 per game. You know, maybe that'll happen, but I don't think that's going to happen to 2023 unless next year in 2020, when you have Redfall, we have um, Starfield, um, the State of Decay 3 come out. You know, they, I believe Starker does come out. Um, uh, we don't know about Fable. We don't know about Forza Motorsports, which they could actually wait to 2023 on that because you already have Forza Horizon 5. 
I mean, between the updates and stuff like that, they could let that go all the way through next year if they wanted to. Um, so I think that if there's like an Indiana Jones, if they, you know, if there's some game that we don't know about that's not pushed back, like a Wolverine game, you know, I think that then you can start talking about building value. But you also look at the person, depends on what they play on Game Pass. Do they, you know, like if they have kids, there's a lot of games for kids. Maybe you're just a, a game, a person that values, like I, I play particular, you know, games. Um, Game Pass, I use it right now for the future, for the future of things coming out. Currently, if there's, is there, I don't know, I don't really play anything that's on, um, uh, what is it? Um, I can't think of the name. Destiny. I just started playing Destiny. They're probably like, oh, you should have been playing that. Um, I just started getting into that, but I, I played the Batman, um, Arkham Knights. I think I, that was the one I played that, and I definitely played Star Wars Battlefront. Um, I have not played a sin yet, but um, I just try to can do a comparison. I try to do a comparison of value. I try to see where our value is. And when you really think about it, I just like I said in the previous video, I thought that the medium was exclusive to the Xbox and it was only a time exclusive. So when you look at really the last year, we really didn't have an exclusive and it's all this year. You know, they, they had Spider-Man, even though they don't have God of War, they don't have Verizon, they don't have games like that coming out this holiday season. We're just getting ours, you know, and I'm not talking about Psychonauts or anything like that. I'm talking about like, um, you know, I don't know how many people play Psychonauts, to be honest. Like Halo has more star power, I would say. Uh, Gears of War has more star power to me. Uh, if you like racing games, you know, I would think that Forza Horizon has, you know, star power. And that's what you're looking at in the Game Pass. If someone was, you know, looking at value, it's where your star power is. And right now, we only have, to me, we have two of those games coming out. And they're at the end of this year. So it really depends on how Halo really does. And I think that's the biggest one. Because we already, we already know Forza is going to be good. And, you know, that's for the racing people. You know, how many people play racing games? I don't know. But I do like racing games. I enjoy them. But I think Halo Infinite is... And it definitely, when you when you look at... Um, like, if you're purchasing the game, it says Epic Campaign. And just looking at the little teaser that they did from the new video of um, Halo Infinite which was maybe very short. It looked like it's going to be more serious. Like it looked like this is coming from like a, a serious tone, something that will come out of a movie or whatever. So I'm definitely um, just looking for Xbox to kind of, you know, build that value. But just like I said, you do need a heavy hitter game. I didn't say it in this video. I'm just saying it now, but I've said this in previous video, you need a game that everyone knows about. Uh, you know, like a character. You do definitely need a superhero, and I believe that they want to have to go in that direction of DC. They have to get a game like that. But with that being said, because the pandemic, I believe that pushed back a lot of, you know, God of War, Horizon, it pushed back a lot of stuff, you know, from coming out 
you know, Halo got pushed back, you know, rushing or whatever, it pushed it back to this year. I, I, I'm concerned about, you know, a game like, oh, let's just say if they came out with Wonder Woman, or let's just say if they had a Deadpool game, we're going to have exclu- Deadpool, we're going to make three games, it's going to be exclusive on the Xbox. You know, is that a 2023? You know, are they already talking about a new console? People can still you know, people, not everybody can still get a console. Now, I believe that in GameStop and in Best Buy that they're allowing, you know, they're going to have consoles in stores for people to buy, but it's not really accessible for a lot of people. My concern is, one, when, you know, you get some of these other big games coming out, will they already be talking about a new console, seeing that other people still can't even get these consoles right now? That's something that I would not want to hear. I don't want to be hearing, you know, I feel like, we could erase last year. What is this, 2021? We could erase 20, uh, 2020. Outside of PlayStation, because they already had Spider-Man come out. We didn't have Halo come out last year. We didn't have Horizon come out last year. We That, you know, our exclusives, that didn't happen. So I would be like, this is our first year. Or rookie campaign. Campaign was last year. And this would be the start. So I would think that this console would go as far as 2025, 2024. I mean, just being fair to the fact that, you know, when you look at next-gen games, uh, and big, big next-gen, like like God of War is going to be a big next-gen, I believe. Um, Horizon is going to be a big next-gen. Spider-Man 2 is going to be a big next-gen. When does does Gears come out? I have no problem with that. I'm a Gears fan. Um, You know, how does Halo look? You know, uh, when these games are coming out, the years is getting, you know, I'm concerned about the next-gen. I don't, and I don't want the I don't want to hear that in 2023, that we're, you know, we got a new console coming out and we're just, we just barely, you know, look at our chops at these new next gen games. So um, I believe that the value will be there uh, probably next year. It is here. If you play everything, it's probably already here. But me, I'm, I'm a competitive gamer. They say, you know, anywhere you play is fine for us. Doesn't matter where you play. I'm a competitive, you know, competitive gamer. And I definitely look to the left to see what they're doing. And I'm pretty sure the people on PlayStation side that looks at what Xbox is doing. And, you know, especially with the rumors of, you know, Xbox buying another or acquiring another studio or some sort. I don't really have a problem with that. Like if if you want to purchase like Heidi did with possess if you want to get something that already has um a track record of making wonderful games then go for it if you can do it 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 makes sense to do it you know and i believe there were some people complaining if um if xbox got take two interactive i believe that's what it is that has um grand theft auto no one else be able to play it no one's been sharing the spider-man Spider-Man has not been on Xbox. So they were the ones that really started doing that. You know, Spider-Man is exclusive to PlayStation. Uh, especially, like, we, you know, they don't, they have some time deals with, uh, like, uh, Call of Duty, where the game could come out a week early or a couple of days early. I don't know if they still do that, but the last couple, um, maybe not this last uh, Cold War, but right before Cold War, Call of Duty Cold War, they had the Call of Duty's will come out, and if you had a PlayStation that you could get, you could play it a week early before you could on Xbox. Xbox doesn't do stuff like that, like with the uh, Marvel's Avenger game. Um, 
they has PlayStation has they have an exclusive thing DLC or whatever they're doing with Spider Man. Xbox, you know, like they will have to, you know, make up something like that. Like they don't do stuff like that. So for people to complain about if for some reason if uh, Xbox brought Take Two and they got Grand Theft Auto that no one else be able to play it, y'all been you know PlayStation been doing that for I don't know how long. So that you know that I don't really see that as an issue. Like I know it's like to not play um um God of War, I know it's like not to play Spider Man, I know it's not to play uh, The Last of Us, even those that are popular games that I would be think that would be awesome to play. I mean, I stick with my console and it is what it is, you know. So but Thank you for listening. I hope everyone's having a wonderful weekend. And, you know, I just want to, you know, I want to see Xbox Game Pass get really, really uh, on a gold level, I would say, on a premium level. And that when that happens, I'll be wondering if they would change the cost of Game Pass. Would they raise the cost of Game Pass? Um or not so and i think maybe it'll be next i'm thinking 2023 i really am depending on what comes out next year a vow you know if 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 these games are you know really good coming out on xbox then maybe maybe next year but hopefully like if they show a new like indiana jones or whatever hopefully there's not like a long wait for it that's you know that's the biggest game but I guess some a lot of just like I said before, a lot of the games I do play are third party games. I'm an Xbox fan. I mean, I'm here to ride it out to the end, but I do play a lot of thought third party games, but I'm you know, I just do comparisons and I want to feel I want to feel on the Xbox size like we have a God of War, like we have a Horizon, like we have a Spider Man, like we have a Last of Us. I want those games, you know. Like I like Perfect Dark. Can can Perfect Dark be that game that people on the other side would be like, man, we need to play that game. You know, that's what I you know I think about. Like State of Decay, I State of Decay three. You saw I saw that trailer, and the graphics were amazing. Will the gameplay look like that? You know, like well I like would it be a far like if you could get gameplay that close, then then you have something with me. I, I wouldn't want to play the game in its third person and then it's so, so far away that you really can't see the details that you saw in that trailer. Like, I look for games like that. I look for, you know, how they did a Horizon. They showed a picture of the mountainside and then they showed a car driving on the mountainside. So if I see that trailer with um, State of the K3 and you see that, you know, the lady walking through the woods or whatever, and then she sees that zombie version of a, a deer, I want to see, like, something that close. Even if it's first person, I want to see something that close and I want to be like, we got something, you know, because a lot of games, a lot of zombie games, um, I don't know if a uh, Back for Blood or how, I, I think that's first person, but a lot of them are third person. But if you're going to do first person or you want to do third person, I want to see close up graphics like a vow when you see the arrow going through the air and you see the man in the uh, in like a tomb or whatever. And he does like that 
Doctor Strange type motion. I want to see if that's going to be like that. Like, is that the is that the first person view? Is that how the graphics are going to be? You know, like I need to stay with it. Like, how is the story? Is the story good enough? Some games I will look at and hear a review on, and then I'll play. And you know, I'm interested in about what this game is going to be like. You know, I'm interested in um, the difference what they're doing with Perfect Dark, and I hope it's I hope it's really good. You know. I I'm just excited. I want people to get new consoles. I want these games to to take over. It's always been known that Xbox didn't have any games. We have a lot of games, but we I need some more big games. Halo and Gears are the big. Right now, Forza Horizon Five is probably going to be the next big game. We need more big games, more blockbuster games, um, and that's what I'm I'm looking for. I, I don't mind the other games that come out, Ascent, Psychonauts. But I need the God of Wars on Xbox. I need the Last of Us on Xbox. I need the Spider-Mans. I need blockbuster heavy hitters on Game Pass where people will be like, I don't want to pay $70 for that. I want them to do what Xbox is doing and, you know, have blockbuster and, and value for the fans, value that it's, it's sufficient. I mean, it's a good deal throughout the year. You know, you don't, not everyone can afford to buy a $60 game. Even to this day, not everyone can afford to do that, you know, so if someone can stack up on game passes or for a whole year or whatever. That's easier than buy individual games, you know, if they can keep the cost around what it is. Also looking at how Netflix and other streaming services do that and what the cost is, if the if Xbox can stay around the same thing and not go overboard, do you have something big, especially if you can hit on these games when they do come out, like Stalker 2 and stuff like that. When they come out, if you can hit on these games, then, you know, people are going to be looking at Game Pass big time on other consoles or whatever. So thank you for listening to me, to me rambling about the Game Pass and about um, Halo Infinite, which I definitely enjoyed. And I think immediately I'm going to be good on that campaign. I, I'm going to go in reverse. Usually, I first started off playing first-person shooters, and I would go straight to the campaign. And then when I got to multiplayer, everybody's already at, like, level 50, and I'm already behind trying to get my second grenade or whatever. But this time, with this Halo, I'm going straight to the campaign, and then I'll come back to multiplayer. But I think multiplayer is still going to be awesome. I'm really interested in this campaign. Thank you for listening to me. Listen to me right now. Um, everybody have a wonderful weekend. Love you all. Later. Welcome to Xbox Talks. This is your host, your guy, Lorenzo. Today is a big day. Today is a major day. It's just like the gifts keep coming and we have not got to Christmas yet. Today is Xbox's 20th year anniversary. And I was out working. I had to rewatch the video on YouTube when I got home and I'm watching it and I've been with Xbox since the beginning. Um, my very first Xbox game was, I think it was called Amp snowboarding. It was a snowboarding game. I remember when I was at Toys R Us and I'm looking at the games and I saw Halo and I was looking at that thing like, what is that? You know, that's all I kept saying, like, what is that game? And I think actually Halo was the second game I got, but Amp was the first game I got 
because I thought that I could play it because I saw that I said, this is easy. Once I got home, I literally regretted the fact that I even purchased AMP. I was like, this sucks. Like, okay, I've done enough flips. I should have not brought, I should not have not brought this game. And I didn't buy it. It was actually my grandmother brought it for me. There was no way that it was going to be able to go back to the store and, you know, like she wouldn't even heard that, you know, you're going to play this game. There's no trades or anything like that. So AMP was my very first Xbox game. And I've been with, I can, can I tell you that if I was an investor back then, that was probably the best decision I made with going with Xbox because I remember the stories when I'm watching, there's a guy, um, Destin that I follow. He works for IGN. He makes videos on YouTube, but I remember the rumors about Microsoft making Xbox and how, you know, it was frowned. It was kind of like people were making fun of that idea. And I remember hearing that. Um, I don't remember how, but I do remember the talks about that. And I'm not sure if it might have been from some of my, you know, PlayStation fans or, you know, friends or going to the game store and hearing about it. But I definitely remember, you know, there was some like jokes about, oh, Microsoft is going to try to make a game system. Like, is this really going to work? And I, I definitely remember that. Um, up until the time when Microsoft came out. And I was just, I, I was like, you know, Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft. And I went with Microsoft because, you know, experience with, you know, computers and stuff like that. It wasn't because they had experience with like PC games. I didn't even think about that at all. I just saw Microsoft and computers. I said, they, you know, this is the direction I want to go in with, you know, and I went with Microsoft and I'm glad that I went with Microsoft and you know, I've uh, it took me a little bit to get accustomed to the controller, you know, because it was a little more bulkier. You know, maybe of like a small frog in your hand, and you know, I I was sometimes I would stare at that logo, you know, and you know, I would look at the the ports for the con uh for the controller it had like four different ports on there on the uh, the console itself and i used to drag my hands across the the x that was on top of the console you know looking at oh this is amazing picking it up and realizing the console is heavy you know like almost every other console but with that being said they went back in history they went back to the first console, second, third, you know, they kept going. And I remember the Red Ring of Death. I heard about that before it actually happened to me. You know, I had the, the Xbox, I think it was the white console. And um, I remember hearing about the Red Ring of Death. And I didn't think that I would get it, but I wasn't scared if I did. I just remember it was like, oh, it hasn't happened to me yet. And I remember they did. And I'm you know, I remember calling, you know, probably the information on the back of the console and talking to someone and they had my information. They, you know, send me a box out and I put the game in the box and I send it away. And, you know, I think it might have been, you know, three weeks to a month before I got it back. And it worked fine after that. Um, and I'm glad that I have... Um, now there was probably one console. I can't remember which one it was, but it was a phase of when I was really addicted to gaming and I had to get rid of it. I think it might've been the second console 
There was one console that I didn't have that long. I had them all, but there was one that I did not have long. And I remember I was addicted to uh, gaming and I had to stop playing the games. And I remember this was around the time when Battlefield 3 had came out because Battlefield 3 was my favorite game. And I was really good. I was really good. And I had a squad at that time. And I remember I was telling them that you know, I was going to come off this game. I wouldn't be playing it any longer. And yeah, I think it was like a couple of years. It was actually, uh, it was maybe about two years. Yeah. Maybe about two or three years that I did not play a game. Like I didn't have a game system. Um, Cause I had gave my game system to my sister and for my nieces and nephew to play. And because that was my way of, um, you know, getting over that addiction. Cause I remember I would play it from morning to night you know, I constantly look at the screen, you know, and I, I just kind of knew that I was addicted to it. And I think it made it easier for me to come back into gaming once I had took that time off to kind of have more of a, um, a, dec- a time frame for playing. You know, it's different now. And I'm older as well working, have your own bills. So you know, sometimes you come home, you look at the console, you get very tired. <laughs> you're like you're, you're in your head you're reaching out for your controller but inside of you it's like if you do that you're going to fall down and go to sleep and not wake up to tomorrow so those are some um funny times but i i kind of skimmed through you know the release of the you know, a video for the Xbox 20th year anniversary. And the one thing that I definitely did like that I saw was there was people that made friends. And and some of those people met up with their gamer friends, you know, in other states and stuff like that. And some people, at least in two scenarios I can remember from the video earlier today, that they some people were very shocked that they made friends from playing a game. Like, how did I make an Xbox friend playing Xbox? Like, I have a friend, and it really seemed like in some of those scenarios that they made a best friend or someone for life. And, um, you know, that is good to see. I believe that anyone and everyone should be able to play. Any and everyone should have, you know, their friends. Even with the, um, I think they have like an adaptive type uh mount or like I wouldn't call it a controller, but it's like a um for people that have disabilities. I like the fact that they made um um adapter or a special controller. It's kind of white. It's like it reminds me of the Xbox Series S. I don't remember the name, but I like the fact that they made something for everyone. Everyone can play games. Everyone can enjoy however you do it. You can play. You don't have to just watch and be like, I can't do anything. I don't care. You know, if you if they made it in different ways for you to be able to um to be able to play somehow. And I like the fact that I'm seeing people, you know, however they can do it, they have smiles in their face and they're playing the game. Gaming is for everyone. So I definitely enjoy and I I I enjoy I think you know, peer, I enjoy people playing games. I enjoy people talking about games, even if I'm not even playing the game. I enjoy people talking about games. I enjoy the competitive competition, which they say it doesn't exist, but it does between PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo or whatever, you know, 
They, they say, you know, you're happy wherever you play. I'm an Xbox guy and I stand where I stand, you know, PS stand where they stand, you know, but I support, you know, different games they have. Nintendo is a classic, um, but um, yes, I just enjoy games, period. I enjoy people talking about games. It's kind of like for me, like talking about football almost. So I definitely um, enjoy the video. Who would have knew? Now, how I knew about this was because of Forbes. Forbes would have put it out that, oh, Halo is um, releasing their Halo Infinite can- uh, multiplayer today. And I always thought about how would that work? If they said, we're going to do it today, um, because one, I wasn't home. Two, if I knew about it, I would have definitely checked on the Game Pass or whatever it was, the, mar- the mar- uh, marketplace or whatever, to see if it was actually available when I heard about it. When I noticed, when I heard about it, it was in the morning. It probably was like 10 a.m. I'm not home. So I always wonder, how did that work? But it worked. I've I've downloaded it. I haven't played it yet, so I'm excited. I'm I'm just um we we just got Forza Horizon, um five last week, and now we have Halo Infinite multiplayer this week, and then all of your uh, achievements they there's there's you don't lose them even when the game comes out. You don't have to start all over. You keep all your ranks, whatever um, stats that you have, you keep all these things into the game, you know, until the campaign comes out on the 8th of December. I mean, I'm I'm super excited. I like the fact that I can play multiplayer now, a Halo multiplayer now, and enjoy whatever I can take from it, you know, I'm probably a domination. I want to see how that works. I've never played Halo multiplayer before. I don't, you know, but um, outside of the beta, but I'm not, I'm talking about previous games. I've never done that. So I don't know what the modes are really like. And so play that for a couple of weeks or whatever. And now I can direct all my focus to the campaign that comes out on the eighth, I don't have to worry about going back and forth. You, you know, how you do with Call of Duty. You're playing the multiplayer, but you want to play the campaign. But you, you want to play the multiplayer because you realize that everybody jumps on it so fast that the rankings go up and they get all the good guns. And then you're running around with a corny gun and you're getting shot and killed because you didn't have that particular ranking you needed. You feel the pressure of leading the campaign alone for the multiplayer. So I don't have to worry about that with this game because the campaign and the multiplayer is already out, but then that's free to play for everyone. I believe that has a back Xbox. So I definitely like that, that it's free to play. Um, you know, you don't have to purchase that. So I want to just see how that goes. I want to hear, you know, different stories about, you know, the success of that, because I don't know if there's a game that's like that you know, that they have this free-to-play um, that you don't need, you know, an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for that anyone could pick up, like like how you have Fortnite. Um, I don't know if them having anything like that. So I'm just um, super excited today. Um, I believe that it is, uh, they have like a six-series uh, episodes or a story um, for this whole how the Xbox thing, I guess, got started or documentary they want to share with us um i believe it's december 13th 2021 that that will be coming out it's a six part uh something so i definitely be checking it out um 
just like I said, um, I think I need to find my game because I don't have one. I don't have that game, even though I've been Microsoft. I have that's been my console, the console that I have defended against people that say we don't have any games. You suck, you know. I've stand what, and I have to find that game that like I don't have that game right now. I like Gears, but that's not like I I I don't have that game that uh you know the Xbox exclusives is like I have to play this. I don't have that game yet. You know, I like Halo, but I have to, you know, I think I have to find my game. And sometimes I wonder if could my game be the remake of Perfect Dark. Um so um that's what I do wonder if it could be, you know, Perfect Dark or another game, but I do need my game, you know, I do need to actually find exclusive. I would personally like to just like I've said this before in previous podcast a fighting game exclusive fighting game you know are they going to who's working on killer instinct who's working on a new fighting game like i want to see that that's what i want you know not that i actually you know could it come out and i not like it there's a possibility whatever it is but i want to see a fighting game we have a lot of one player games we have a lot of driving games we have zombie games i want to see a decent fighting game from um xbox i want to see something that's so good that people on other consoles wish they had it like that's what i want i want a fighting game so good that i want other people to wish they had it on their console and you know i've heard so back to the 25th anniversary before i go off in space somewhere i was talking about something else um elder scrolls is gonna be exclusive um i just like i want hot games we have hot games and when that game comes out, it'll be a hot game. And it'll be nowhere else for you to get it other than Xbox. So for all those that don't have an Xbox, get an Xbox. Um, and I believe that they also did some more backwards compatibility that they released, that they were talking about some more games coming to the Xbox Eagle system, um, boosting the rates up to 30 frames per second or something like that with some of these, uh, some more backward competitive game. Um, I don't really have any, you know, the game, if I had to think of a game that was, you know, some years ago, I don't think it was even on Xbox and that was probably Mortal Kombat Trilogy because that was probably one of my favorite fighting games ever and I beat the game on every level and um, that's when I retired from that game, but I don't think that's a I don't think they have that on Xbox. And if there was another old game that I liked, that I enjoyed, it was probably Max Payne, but I beat the game, you know? So I don't really have um, any backwards compatible games that I haven't, you know, beaten already. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to put some comments down. Let me know what you had thought about the xbox 20 year anniversary we have halo infinite multiplayer today i believe also they have the frame rates that go up to 120 frames per second so i want to see how that is um later this week i will definitely be making a podcast about that because i will be playing it i feel some type of way like okay let's just be honest 
We have Battlefield 2042. Did they talk to them? Because you know that Battlefield 2042 or Battlefield period is the exclusive console, Xbox exclusive console of Battlefield. So did they say, okay, since it's Monday, we're going to release our multiplayer shooter as well on Monday, and then you're releasing yours, I believe it's on Friday. You usually don't see stuff like that that close together, you know. Now, the thing with, you know, Halo is just more exclusive to um, Xbox, where Battlefield is on PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. So, um, I did think about that, you know, you know, how would I feel if that happened, but I'm pretty sure they might have already you know, mention something to them. They had some scoop on it, but I did not expect that. I did not expect them to release Halo multiplayer, Halo Infinite multiplayer today. I didn't, but that you know, it's it's a good thing. It's it's a good thing to go into you you know Forza, you know free multiplayer for people that might might have thought they had to purchase it, you know, for the Halo, and you know you got two next gen games, and you know you have one on the way. And, you know, hopefully there's some good news about the Bright Memory. I have a feeling Bright Memory Infinite is going to be pushed back to next year. I don't know why. I'm saying this now, and I've talked about this before. And now I'm not feeling confident that it's going to come out. Maybe something different will happen. I mean, I would like to play that game. That's an early morning game for me. That's me waking up on a snowy Sunday. And then you're like, you know what? Uh, I think I'm going to play some Bright Memory Infinite, you know? Play for a couple hours. Look at your clock. Oh, it's 11 a.m. or 12. Maybe I should eat something and then come back to Bright Memory Infinite, you know? That's, 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 that would be my, you know, holiday game. But I have a feeling that's going to be a January game. And like me and maybe some other people, we don't look forward to January, you know? So not that we don't want to wake up on January, but, you know, January is cold and, you know, the holidays are gone and we're, we're starting over again, like, like clockwork, like, oh, back to square one, you know? So uh, I'm preparing to be disappointed if it doesn't come out this year. I am. Very, you know, it, how, how much longer can you wait? Can you wait to the end of the month? Can you wait to after Thanksgiving and say, ah, you know what? It's not coming out this year. You know, other people are like, oh, we should have knew. They did it with Scorn, you know? It's the same thing with uh, Crossfire X. No, you know, we're going to wait till the last moment. So hopefully enjoyed this podcast. Um, I'm trying to be a little bit more comfortable myself. I live in an apartment. So if... I think I would probably be like a lot louder if I had my own home, you know, so I'm trying to um, do the best I can with what I have. And that is it. Hope everyone that's an Xbox fan enjoyed today because there was an expectant dessert that showed up in Halo Infinite. And I believe there's more to come. Um, and I like what we're doing here and I'm waiting for us to blow up next year talk to you later podcast xbox talk out